What is up, my friends, and welcome to a new, fresh, brand new, exciting, and life-changing episode of your favorite podcast. It's a me, uncensored. All right, guys. Um, I'm I'm in Los Angeles right now. This is going to be a very different episode from what you might be used to. Um, I'm in Los Angeles right now, and I just purchased my first ever candle. Uh, it's a big step for me because I feel like once you purchase a candle, it means that you're a grown-up, you're an adult, and you're settling down. You know, I have an apartment now that I have for at least another three to four months. My mom's actually going to come here and visit me. It's in Hollywood. I like it. It's clean. It's a little too expensive, but it's fine for now. And uh, I also have a, a music box, and I just bought a blender. So I'm going to make smoothies in the morning now. I feel like going to LA turned me into a typical LA yoga girl. So I'm doing hot yoga now. I'm going to drink kombucha every day. And uh, yeah, now I'm doing the smoothies too with spinach, almond milk, bananas, a little bit of protein powder and uh, peanut powder, spirulina, maca powder, all the shit that you need. And uh, for this episode, guys, it is uh, something I wanted to talk about because... You see people on social media, you know, no matter who you see, like Logan Paul, some big influencers, and you always see them at the best moments of their lives. When you see me posting an Instagram story, it's usually when I'm at the gym, when I'm pumped up, I'm feeling good about myself, or I'm at some crazy location in Vegas at a hotel, and I show you that, and I share those moments with you. The truth is, though, that we all have moments where things are not so good. And this is something I want to talk about in this episode. We're going to dive deep into, well, I'm going to reveal some things about me that you might not know and also some negative things possibly, but also I'm going to give you a little bit of a roadmap of how you can get out of, you know, just a state of perhaps depression, anxiety and all that stuff. And I'm going to share some, some, some of the things I realized over the past couple of years. So, um, Let's just start with the first thing that happened to me a couple of days ago, which is um, I got some news from my dad. <clears throat> and first, when he told me that uh, he had some news, I was I was very worried. I, I thought maybe something was wrong with him or uh, maybe with my cousin who is going to have a baby soon. Um, but he told me that um, my uncle just passed away in an accident. And... Um, when when he told me that at at first I was I was walking to the gym I was in my routine and it totally just like took the routine out of me I was just it was so surreal it was actually the same day that Kobe Bryant died uh, in a helicopter crash and when those things happen it is such a surreal feel I I still now thinking about it like my uncle is like not here anymore it's um it's a surreal feeling and so the last couple of days I have not. It hasn't affected me like I'm, I'm every day waking up crying, but it, it definitely made me more aware just of how lucky we can be to just be alive. You know, a lot of times I'm stressed because of social media. Something's not going wrong, not going right in my life. But honestly, we can be so fucking grateful for being free of accidents. Like stuff like this could happen to anybody. You can get hit by a car tomorrow. Sorry to break it to you. You know, you can have a um, uh, some disease, some rare disease or even cancer. It's not about lifestyle. I eat very healthy. I'm doing smoothies now, as I, as I told you guys. But still, it's just such a privilege to be healthy and also to have people around you that are healthy, that matter to you. So um, that's why now I changed my morning routine a little bit. And every morning I'm waking up and I'm very conscious and I'm just thinking about, hey, uh, how grateful I can be just to have two feet. You know, it, it is such a small thing and it sounds like a cliche, but really making yourself, yourself aware of that every morning when you wake up or before you go to bed. Hey, 
I'm grateful because I'm freaking alive and well. You know, there must might be some stress, maybe of relationship issues, but um, that's definitely something I can that I learned from this whole experience. And I gotta say, guys, I have a couple of low moments that I've had in my life, especially in my modeling career as well. And um, I'm just gonna share some of the lowest points of my life when I was not happy. And uh, then I'm also gonna share how I went about it because I'm living, I'm I'm living a genuinely happy life. I think I'm very, I'm I don't have feel stress or anxiety or depression a lot anymore. I used to when I was a kid, and I think there are some reasons for it. So I'm gonna share all of that. But let's start with the first low point of my life, and that was definitely when I was in. Uh, Milan and I was modeling. It was the one of the most stressful times in my life because my agency kept telling me, hey Mario, you gotta lose weight. Hey Mario, your chest is too big. You're not gonna fit designer jackets. I didn't, I was not fat by any means, but I was just a little bit too bulky. So I tried to lose weight. I went on this crazy diet where I was literally only eating, well, I was cutting carbs and I felt terrible and my energy levels were off. My digestion was also a little bit fucked up and I lost so much weight. And they told me that my face looked a little bit too big and too swollen, probably because I wasn't eating the right things. You know, I, was, I thought I would eat very low um, carb, very high protein, higher fat and for some reason the higher protein or something it messed it, ma it made my face look bloated i was super stressed back then and then i i literally starved myself down to i think 170 pounds or something to compare right now i'm at like 196 pounds so i'm like it was over 30 pounds that i lost uh, during that time milan and this is so much so much stress guys you go to like six castings a day in milan and it is pure it's just you, you being constantly judged by how you look. And then there's the constant pressure of, okay, I need to sleep enough. I can't drink enough water because I don't want to look bloated. I can't eat too much food so that I can still fit designer jackets. I did all this stuff. You know, I went through Milan Fashion Week. I got some options. And then I got news from my mom. And she told me that my grandma passed away. So uh, I decided to go back to the funeral, which means I skipped Milan Fashion Week. I went to all the castings. And a day before the show started, I went back to Germany. And I had this moment where I was like, I felt so not me. I felt like I did something and I tried to please people, just do something for, you know, success in modeling or getting some admiration or getting some, you know, recognition from my agency, from other models, just so I can say, hey, I walked Armani or something, you know, and it's so not worth it. And I realized that I was not myself. I was like, I feel like shit. I'm stressed as hell. It's cold in Milan. I didn't really have a lot of close friends. My family was far away and I just felt like I was doing something I didn't want to do and I looked at myself and I could see how my arms were literally so small. I'm I'm more athletic. I just like being athletic. You know, I like working out and I just felt awful. Went back to my hometown and um, yeah, went to the funeral and then decided that I will never ever again change the way I am or change the way I feel comfortable, you know, just to get some modeling jobs. That was definitely a priority. And uh, yeah, definitely learned something from it. And that is that if you are at this low point and you feel a little bit stressed and you don't you're putting yourself through that stress because you don't, even though you don't see the reason why you're doing it. Like modeling was not an, a motivation where I was like, this is something for longevity. It was just to get some external recognition. And that's why those goals didn't align. It's okay to be disciplined. I think I'm very disciplined about my life, you know, when it comes to working out, but it's for the right reasons because I want to live long. I want to be healthy. It affects my, my, um, well, of course, of course, my physique, you know, YouTube, I make fitness YouTube videos. Of course, it affects everything, but it also is something more long term that I can stand behind. Um, and I had a similar moment in New York. <laughs> that was when I was in, um, 
Uh, when, I, when I was modeling, I had just a couple of these low points, and I remember exactly this one very vividly. I was in New York, and I did so much. I had literally no break. You know, I went, uh, had a, mo a model apartment, so I was living with seven other models using one bathroom in Brooklyn, and I would wake up at like 7 a.m. or something, would be the first one up usually. I would hit the gym, and then I would head to my castings that usually started at 9 a.m. in Manhattan. I would walk over to Manhattan or take the bike because I, I was broke as fuck. I didn't have any money. So I had to walk over uh, to all my castings, did all my castings, uh, didn't eat much either, you know, because I was constantly on the run and just the city is so crazy. I love New York for the energy, but also it can eat you up. You constantly have like duh, 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 the sound of a subway. You constantly have these sirens going on. I'm constantly running. There's not a moment in New York where I would sit down. Even my food, I would eat it while I'm walking to another casting if I was eating anything at all. You know, and then at night I would go to my acting classes because I was really passionate about acting. So I would go to an acting class where I was just emotionally exhausted. Was, I had to cry every time, go through my childhood. It helped me a lot, but also it's such an emotionally draining process. And I realized at one point that I was so lonely because I was only doing all this stuff and I, I, I literally didn't have time to breathe. I was stressed. Even though I was working out, it was like this constant thing of never stopping. I think I was on the cusp of something you, you would current, like, to call like a burnout syndrome. And then I remember exactly, I was stressed out of my mind. I was trying to open my oatmeal box to uh, get some food. I was, as I was like walking off the train or something, then I opened my oatmeal box and the whole oatmeal fell over my, over my legs, fell on the floor. And I was like, that's literally the food I had for today. And I was so stressed and I just said, fuck, I threw the oatmeal box away. I threw my backpack away. And then all of a sudden I broke down like never before. It was just insane that that thing is was just like a little thing that triggered the just like st the, the state of stress I was in. This was, it was just like what do you call it? like the, the tip on the um, what, what do you call that saying when it's like the drop that the straw that broke the camel's back or whatever it's called. So I just lost it and I broke down and I was crying. I didn't give a fuck. There were people around me. It was New York. It was Times Square on a Port Authority bus terminal in New York. And I just broke down. I was crying like a little kid. It felt good. It was a relief. And after I was crying for like half an hour, even missed my casting or something, I was like, I don't give a fuck anymore. A guy came by and he stopped and sat down with me and said that he has to go to school and he's late, but he wants to make sure I'm okay. So I told him a little bit of the story and I appreciate this guy so much. It, it, it really gave me like a little bit of that trust back in humans because New York is such a reckless, such a cutthroat place but um yeah that was another moment where i was like wow i don't have a lot of balance in my life right now and then the third moment before i get to the um the, the reasons for that the third moment is going to be definitely um in bali i went to bali to shoot a uh, pilot for a tv series i wanted to pitch a tv series called high on fear where every episode we would get out of our comfort zone so i would shoot episodes where i would uh, jump off a cliff i did an episode where i would um uh, fight a professional white tie fighter an episode where I had to spend like a full day without money basically singing on the streets for money did shit that like scares you you know like to get out of your comfort zone and it was one of the most fulfilling projects ever you know every day I would produce it I would I, I wrote it I was hosting it we're filming it together every day I would wake up we would shoot another episode and it was just absolute madness and after this week was done I we finished it every day. I was literally high on life. I had this crazy dopamine rush of like jumping down a cliff, doing something crazy. 
And then after a week, the videographer left, my friend Michael. Then I also got a little bit of a cold. And all of a sudden, I realized that all these things, all these projects were just there to distract my f myself from the fact that I'm lonely and that I hate myself. I thought after like 10 days of shooting, I would be so happy to be in Bali at a place, at a villa where I can just chill and relax, have a good time. But it, it was such a crazy stop from adrenaline, adrenaline to nothing. And all of a sudden I had like this, this, I felt this feeling of anxiety. I was restless. I wasn't happy about myself. I thought I had to do something, you know? And all of a sudden all these self-hate came up and a similar situation. I was on my bike. There was also a lot of traffic there. And I just took my bike, I threw it against the wall, I broke down, I started crying. And that's actually one of the first times when I actually, I called my mom at that time. Um, <clears throat> and she actually picked up. I'm not the type of person, I'm not very, I don't talk about a lot of my problems with my parents, or I didn't used to. Um, but that was definitely one of those times where, yeah, a lot of those things just came together. And it is, the, the thing that frustrated me most, most about this is the fact that I was so sad, even though... I had everything. I was living in this villa in Bali. I had everything I could potentially ask for. But I felt unhappy. I was like, fuck Mario, you have this villa. You can do anything you want, but you're unhappy, you know? And uh, that just showed me that there was something missing in my life once again. And uh, let's get to the things that are missing in my life. I read this, um, I listened to this podcast and speech by Tony Robbins. He's like this uh, big like guru, inspirational, motivational speaker. And he basically came up with a concept of the six human needs. And that is a concept I believe in so strongly. And I think it's so true. So he basically says that we as humans all have six basic human needs. So one of them is security. You know, the fact that you have a home, the fact that you have food every day, the fact that you have some stability in your life. It's very important for a lot of people. That's why people love having an apartment. They love having maybe a stable job, a stable relationship. You know, that all contributes to the first need, which is security and safety. Then the second need is variety. That's like the opposite. It's like the, the feeling that you're experiencing new things in your life. Because even if you have a cool job or you have a lot of money, if you're doing the same thing every single day, usually it doesn't make you happy. So we as humans, we strive for variety, for different new experiences, you know, to broaden our horizon. It makes sense from an evolutionary standpoint because those needs are all rooted in us humans from evolution. You know, when, back when we were in the Stone Age, if you don't have security, if you don't have a home, you're going to die because it gets cold because there's animals that are going to kill you, you know. Then the second need, if you don't have the curiosity to experience new things, you're going to be stuck. We would have never explored. We would have never traveled as a human species. We just have, we would have been complacent and stayed in one place. But we need new things because that's how you explore and that's how you become better and make experiences and basically bring the human species forward as a whole, you know. And then the third need is definitely significance. And that's a big one for me personally. It is the need to be validated by other people. It's the need to feel special, to feel unique. You don't just want to be one of many you we all have that need some more some less but we all have the need to be liked to be validated you know and that's a very strong need um, that especially in people who are like actors do social media including myself that need is usually very strong in them and that's that's what brings us to do the things we do and that's why we are seeking you know the attention you know whether it be acting or doing stand-up comedy all these people usually have a very strong need for significance then uh, need number four is 
love and connection. I think most people can relate to that one. And it also makes sense because through love and connection, that's how we procreate as human species. Through connections and friendships, it also creates safety because in the, in, in the Stone Age, if you have a circle, like a family situation, a herd, then you're safer, you know, because you're much safer as a group uh, than you would be as an individual. Um, so that's definitely one of, the, one of the biggest, biggest needs a lot of people have. And honestly, the one that for me didn't play a huge role for most of my life. I've always been very independent. So love and connection is something I've definitely been suppressing. But we're going to get to that. Um, then we have need number five, which is growth. And growth Again, huge for me. Growth is basically the need to constantly be improving yourself, whether it be physically getting stronger, whether it be through learning something, through um, you know mastering a new skill. When you go to the gym, you you growing physically. You growing when you go to school and you're learning something new. You know, making new experiences, and that for me is uh, is huge. I couldn't stay in one place. Like once I'm once I learned something about you know video editing, I wanted to learn more about storytelling. I want to get better at that because that's the craft. That's what I love doing and. I, I'm learning handstands right now. I really want to get better at gymnastics. I want to hold a handstand, just walk in a handstand, do all this stuff, you know. Um, so growth, definitely a big one. Makes sense from an evolutionary standpoint because if you don't have growth, then you're not evolving as a species, you know. And then the last one, need number six, is contribution. It makes us happy and we all need to help other people. It's ingrained in us, some people more than others. You know, if you look at nurses or something or psychologists, usually those people choose those professions uh, because it gives them a sense of fulfillment, because they can help other people and contribute to something, to society as a whole. That's why I just cloned my willy and sold it on eBay to support the bushfires in Australia, you know, because I felt like uh, by selling a replica of my penis, I can then do something good. And this made me feel good in a way, you know. It's a weird analogy, but um, definitely something to it. So for me in my life, um, there's been most of my life, the, the one number one need has always been significance. I wanted to be validated. I want to feel special because my parents broke up. I had a lot of self-hate when I was younger. So I felt like I need to be validated. I need to earn the right to be loved. Because I, I felt like, you know, they broke up because it was my fault, right? So I felt like I had this strong need to please everybody, to be validated by people because I, I deeply hate myself and hated myself. So I need other people to tell me that they love me so that I feel okay, you know? Uh, it might be not the healthiest thing, but it's just something that comes from my childhood and it's so deeply engraved in me. So I think I'm, it's never going to change, you know? It's just, it's just who I am. And I got to say on a positive note, this has made me very disciplined and very productive. Like it, it gives me that drive, this edge that I wouldn't otherwise have. Then the second need <clears throat> that plays a huge role in my life is definitely growth. I want to constantly be growing. I want to evolve. I want to like grow on social media financially. That's what makes me happy. Once you're in the flow, achieving a goal doesn't necessarily make you happy. If you want to have a good body and you are at like 6% body fat and you're at like 200 pounds, then the goal might not make you happy. But that feeling of making progress when you're at the gym and you're feeling like, oh my God, I'm getting stronger at the gym. I'm shutting off some body fat in the process. That's usually where that sense of fulfillment comes from. And then the third need that plays a huge role in my life is definitely variety. Uh, I want to experience new things. That's why I've been traveling so much in the last couple of years um, <clears throat> from one place to another. So contribution love and the feeling of safety have not been big factors in my life so far. You know, I feel like, you know, I've, I've been kind of overcompensating those three with growing so much, experiencing so many new things and also 
uh, feeling validated by other people. And uh, what Tony Robbins said is that basically you need to have three of those things in order to be happy. Like if you are missing one, if you only have two, you know, for example, when I was in Bali, let's go back to that example. When I was in Bali, I had a place where I was safe. I had the feeling of safety, you know, security. I also... Um, had that feeling of um, growth because I was I was maybe growing, you know. But then because uh, the, my friend left, I, I wasn't filming videos all the time. I was just chilling at home. I didn't have love and connection because I felt like I was super lonely. I've been rejecting relationships all my life. So I did not have any close relationships. I was craving maybe also even intimacy with a girl. I was craving kissing somebody. It's been a, it had been a long time, right? Um, I didn't feel like I could contribute something to society as a whole. I wasn't helping anybody necessarily. And uh, those things were just missing, you know? Same when I was in New York. When I was in New York and Milan, when I was stressed out of my mind because of modeling, you know? I, I, I was probably had a lot of variety, a lot of new things every single day. But what was missing was definitely love and connection with other people, had none of that. And then even the sense of growth was maybe not there necessarily because I was just, I was like, it was the opposite of growth. I was depleting, I was shrinking basically, you know. Um, so that really helps to understand where you're at in your life right now because I want, I'd like to ask you the question. Uh, take some time if you're in the car or something, whatever, pause it or, or make a note to do it later. But think about it. What are the things that make you happy in your life? What is the thing that motivates you, that gets you out of bed every day? What do you value most? Do you value security? Do you value having a home base? Do you value having relationships? Do you value helping other people? Or do you seek attention? Do you want significance, growth, and variety? And uh, it, it is so interesting to think about this stuff because it can help you diagnose why you might not be so happy in your life and that's why now in my life I have changed I have really changed I can realize it here now that I'm in, in Los Angeles I definitely have that sense of love and connection now it doesn't have to be a girlfriend there's a huge controversy right now because I have a secret girlfriend I'm, I'm it's true I did meet a girl we have a great connection but even friendships with uh, with Travis with other friends here in Los Angeles it is something that now plays a bigger role in my life and then also security and safety and the feeling of a home that is the thing that never played a role in my life because I've been traveling nonstop for the past five years. But because I have that here in Los Angeles, I, I feel great because at the same time, I still have growth because Los Angeles allows for a lot of growth. Personally, I'm taking a bunch of classes. I'm taking a storytelling class um, at, a, at a theater school. I'm taking improv class. I'm taking stand-up comedy. I'm taking a songwriting class. I'm constantly learning, evolving uh, physically. You know, I'm, I'm going to the gym. I'm learning a lot about yoga. Um, so I feel very fulfilled in that sense too. And I still have variety because I do different shoots. I do different projects with Travis. I travel still. So at this point in my life, I, I literally have, f I, I would say four of these boxes tick. The one thing that's maybe not that big right now is contribution, like helping other people. Um, that's something I want to get more into for sure. And uh, that's why I like this podcast because potentially this podcast could help some of you guys to, yeah, evaluate where you're at in your life and what could make you happy, you know? Um, and the reason why I'm making this podcast, why I'm talking about it, is just that uh, I want to I let you know that I'm not always happy because so many people told me, Amari, I want to have your life. And it made me so sad in a way, you know, because I was like, if, if you knew the shit I've gone through, the self-hate, 
you wouldn't probably say that, you know, and uh, no matter who you see, no matter how successful they look and how happy they look, I swear to God, we all have issues. That's the one thing that I realized when I went to acting class, I saw the most confident models and in acting class, you reveal everything. And I saw them break down. Some of them, there was one guy who, who was abused by his, like it's uh, by his uh, stepdad or something. It is shit that we don't know. And I would see this guy, I would think, hey, he's the most confident guy, has no issues at all. But you look beyond, beneath, underneath the surface and you realize there's much more going on. So if you ever feel sad or anxious, don't beat yourself up over it. It is normal. It is human. We all experience that to some extent. And if you really feel stressed and anxious, like I said, ask yourself the question, what might be missing in your life? And one thing I have to mention that helped me out of every single situation of stress or self-hate anxiety was having a routine, having a goal and working out. I think physical exercise, whether it be yoga, whether it be just going for a run or even playing soccer is the one thing that it's like a huge mental thing. I work out, like I would say I work out, of course, for physical reasons. I want to be fit. I want to look good. I'm a model after all. But still, the mental part is is almost as important. You know, I want to, it's almost like a therapy. When I work out, I feel the sense of purpose. It helps me reset my brain. When I'm working out, I put on some hard style music. I go crazy and I feel more balanced and relaxed after. Now, for example, I, I'd worked out, so I feel I feel good. I feel balanced. Even though all this stuff was going on with my uncle passing away and this, a lot of sadness and shit in my head was going on, um, it grounded me. So workout, definitely one thing. And then secondly, it sounds so cliche, but diet. Uh, my mental health is definitely definitely linked. And I think that goes for everybody. It's linked to the things I eat. And when I was eating a lot of dairy products, a lot of processed food, I felt more stressed. I had stomach issues. And you know, your gut health is associated with your brain and your mental health as well. There's like crazy studies coming out right now where they say if you have a suicidal, they had suicidal mice and they just took the bacteria from the gut from the suicidal mice and injected them into sterile mice, meaning mice without any gut bacteria, those mice then had the same suicidal tendencies. And it's crazy. So healthy diet, not eating a lot of, for me was dairy and just shit that like makes you irritated, like uh, caffeine, you know, um, processed food, a lot of sugar, you know, all in moderation, but really write down journal and ask yourself these important questions because that, that's what helped me. Journaling also a big thing with my morning routine, waking up every single morning and uh, writing down the things I'm grateful for. And if something's wrong in my life, I sit down and journal or I talk about it with other people now that I have a little bit of a home base and friendships here in Los Angeles. So uh, guys, I guess that is it for this podcast. In the next podcast, I, I have something coming up in a couple of weeks, which is I'm going to do an ayahuasca ceremony. So that should be an interesting thing. Uh, I guess it's going to be a whole topic for a separate podcast episode. Ayahuasca, if you don't know, it's a psychedelic substance. It's, it's a plant medicine. So I'm going to do a ceremony with a shaman in Joshua Tree. And um, it's going to confront me with the things I need in life. I, I hope it's going to get me some clarity. It's a very controversial thing. But I think at this stage of my life, I, am, I know who I am and uh, it, it has great potential, these plant medicines to uh, yeah, discover something more about yourself. So I'm excited to see where this journey is going to go and uh, I will keep you updated in my next podcast episodes. Until then, always keep smiling, always know that whatever you're going through, uh, it's completely normal and you have the power to make a choice to be better.
you're in control. Never blame something on external circumstances because then you're not in control. You know, you are in control. And uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to leave you with. This was a little bit more deep episode, I would say, but I hope you still enjoyed it. Any feedback will be greatly appreciated. Send me a voice message. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, where you're listening to. I love you guys. Namaste. <laughs> and have a good night.